Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. What is up, YouTube creative people? Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. Uh, I want to open this show by just saying that with everything going on in today's world and society and all of the negativity and just horrific things that people are doing and when you watch the news, it just seems like every day there's something that's happening that's just terrible. I just want to let you guys know how much I appreciate the ability to speak my mind on this show and talk about something that I'm extremely passionate about. And sometimes we do hear all of this negativity on the news and we think that that's all there is. And I hope through this show, you're getting some value, but you're also just being able to do something and listen to something, a piece of content that just brings you joy, that you just get each and every week and you just receive happiness. I really do because that is so needed right now with everything going on and just the the shootings that are happening and the, the way people are treating each other. Uh, let's leave race out of it. It's just one of those things to where it's just, I just wish everybody would just love on each other as opposed to all of the fighting and the killing and there's just so much going on out there now. Um, all of the families uh, from all of the, the cities who have had tragedies in the past week or two weeks, uh, you're definitely in my thoughts and prayers. And if you know anyone who was involved in these incidents, I do want to let you know that I'm thinking and praying for you as well. Uh, so with all of that out of the way, I do want to mention this uh, about this episode. Number one, it's brought to you by TubeBuddy. T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. It is the tool that I use to improve improve my YouTube workflow, and make me a better creator. It's easy to use, cheap to get, and it's a fantastic tool. I'll have the links in the show notes if you want to check it out. There's a free version. It's a browser plugin that you install on Chrome, and it works flawlessly to help you create content that makes a difference. So with all of that out of the way, I want to talk about this week's interview. So this week's interview is with a young man named Luke. I'm not going to say his last name because it's really hard to pronounce. I say it in the interview, but he is a gamer YouTuber who has over 800,000 subscribers. It's crazy. And he's built it around a really cool niche of Super Mario 64, which is an old video game. He does like emulator reviews and videos and parodies, and it's just really hilarious, some of his videos. But Luke does a great job. He was really nervous. He'd never been on a podcast before, uh, so uh, just give him a break on that. He was extremely nervous, but did a fantastic job. So Luke, if you're listening, thank you so much for being on this podcast. Guys, don't forget, I know sometimes we get caught up in everything else, to go on over to iTunes, and if you find value with this show, leave me a five-star review. I'll give you a shout-out on next week's episode. It does does mean a lot and it helps the show grow. The show continually gets more and more downloads each and every week and I'm so thankful for you guys who are coming and listening to me talk about something that I love to do so much. So uh, without further ado, I think we can jump on in the interview. I am so excited today to be joined by Luke Lerdwitschkel who runs the SMG4 YouTube channel with over 878 thousand subscribers. His YouTube channel is where he does Super Mario 64 Machinima, stories with video games. He started at the age of 13 in 2011, slowly did his thing, and he says he doesn't know how he got here, but his videos are just for entertainment with some really silly YouTube humor thrown in with some multicolored Marios is what he said. Luke, how are you doing today? I'm doing good and cold, very cold, but good. Nice. Now, Luke, where, where are you located at? Where are you from? 
I am. I live in Australia, New South Wales. Australia, South Wales. So he did tell me pre-show that we had some time mishaps when we were setting up the interview. But where I am on the east coast of the states, it's actually late in the afternoon. But where he is, it's bright and early. Uh, and he's actually going to school as well as doing the YouTube thing. So I, I really appreciate his time. Now, Luke, tell us a little bit about the SMG. For YouTube channel. Ah oh, well, um, it's basically just based around the game Super Mario 64. Have you played it before? I have played it back in the day and loved it. Yes. Yep. Yep. So basically, I use an emulator on my computer to um, record uh, footage, such as green screen or just Mario running around. Then I make a story out of it, and I add some really stupid YouTube poop humor in it. And yeah. Uh, I don't know why, but people like it. So how did you get started doing that? That's what interests me about your channel. Like when that first video that you uploaded when you were 13 years old, what made you think, let's do this emulator thing with Super Mario 64 and see what happens? Actually, I, I wasn't the first one to do it. I was inspired to um, by some guy named Mega Man 765. He, he made, he like did the original, I think he was the one who started it. But anyway, I, was, I watched it when I was like younger Younger than that, um, eleven, I mean thirteen. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I actually my I made my channel in twenty um two thousand and nine, so I didn't get started straight away. I think it was like the inspiration that I caught on after growing up with those type of YouTube videos. And in that first video that you uploaded, like, was it instant success or was it like just a few views? Just a few views, of course. It it grew over time, but I was like, by the by I think I really really got popular in 2014, but before that I was like slow. It was a slow slow climb, but I think it was worth it. So was there like one video that put you on the map that just like blew you up, or was it just like a slow grind of upload after upload to get you to where you are now? Hmm, that's a good question because I think there's a few videos that got really popular. Like there's this one called "Who Let the Chumps Out," which has 33 million views. I don't know why people watch it. There's also the Five Nights of Freddy videos I do, which is only three of them, but they got really popular as well. And I think it's because many people react to my videos, which I don't like to watch because I find it embarrassing. But yeah. So if you haven't if you haven't already and you're listening to this podcast, I really encourage you to click on the link in the show notes and go on over to Luke's channel because I actually watched a few of the videos and they're intriguing. Now, if you don't know what's going on, you're going to be completely confused and you're not going to understand what's happening. But uh, it's interesting that you're able to grow such a large community over what seems to be, to me, such a small niche in this Super Mario uh, emulator thing. Now... How have you built such a large community? Well, I mean, I think the community was there when I started. It was just really, really tiny. I think it was also like dying a little bit because some big guys were leaving or not as or not uploading frequently. I think I think uh, I remember seeing a lot of messages on my Skype saying uh, that I've inspired them to make my videos. I've seen so many messages like that. I'm like happy with myself. So I think I just inspired more people to make videos I guess. So let's talk about the process of you making these videos. Now when you sit down to make an emulator video what do you do to from start to finish from when you sit down and you you have an idea and you know what you're going to do what's your process? Well I, sh- I should put a disclaimer that my the way I make videos isn't very uh, very uh, efficient but it gets the job done I guess because I, I try to aim to upload a video every week 
uh, my fans will be interested, keep being interested. But anyway, yeah. So what I do is I open up Project 64, which is my emulator. I turn on Super Mario 64. Oh, before that, you're supposed to think of an idea. So yeah, just remember that, guys. Um, so I think of an idea. I do. I find the main bases of my idea first. Then I just go on, try and think of random jokes along the way. But I recommend you uh, planning your jokes ahead. But yeah, only because I don't have much time to make videos. Yeah, I uh, I record Mario. Uh, I go open Sony Vegas, which is my editing software. Yeah, I, what I I don't record all my footage, then put them all in together. I record footage for the next scene, then put it in, edit it, then I go to the next scene, record it, edit it, and yeah, just back and forth and add the sounds along the way, and voila, it's done over a weekend. So do you do voiceovers on your videos, or is it just primarily the video? Uh, voiceovers is in, like, voice acting. Right, as far as, like, you talking over the video? Ah, uh, no, I don't talk over the video. Okay, so it's primarily just the video footage of people seeing the what, whatever you've done in the emulator, and then you're piecing these together? Yep, yep. Okay, well, that's fantastic. And you said you use Sony Vegas to edit your videos? All right, now let me ask you this. You're one of the first large gaming YouTubers that I've had on the show. If there's someone out there right now looking to start a gaming YouTube channel or someone wanting to get into the gaming space on YouTube, what would be some of your advice that you would give to them? Uh, well, my, very, my most important piece of advice, in my opinion, is try and do something that hasn't been done before. Like, try and do something original. That's what I tell all my fans who want to like, start what I do. So you see like PewDiePie, Markiplier, they always like put their face in the top left corner and play some games, which is good, I guess. But you should like try and do a format where it's different and it will try and rake in some fans, basically. So, yeah. Okay. So as far as like the gaming space on YouTube, I know there's a ton of people wanting to do that now, wanting to get yeah. into it because of how fun it looks, yeah. right? Playing video games on YouTube and making money to yeah, do that. that fun. What, ha what has been some hurdles for you as far as like things that might have gotten in your way or slowed you down that you've had to get over to actually succeed in the gaming space on YouTube? Well, for me, it's school. <laughs> well, uh, other than that, um, I think it's just taking criticism. Uh, taking criticisms that, like in a positive note so try just keep improving if you feel like something's not as good then you should oh you should always like be happy with what you do like you should do youtube for fun like everyone else says it's no fun if you don't like don't like doing it but you need to do it anyway it shouldn't feel like a duty it should feel like fun and I assume with you, you have a passion for this community now that you have built, and you kind of feel a little bit responsible for growing that community on YouTube. And those people who come and watch your videos over and over again, mm. I guess, you know, obviously you appreciate that because of the niche and the community that you built around these really unique videos. And I think you made a really good point when I asked you the question about, you know, gamers wanting to be on YouTube and creating a gaming channel. Yep. You made the point of, you know, be different. You know, there's a ton of people doing the Let's Plays and you know, a ton of people doing the same thing, trying to emulate what PewDiePie is doing. And obviously that would be fairly smart because of how successful he is. But mm. I do believe you have to do something different to stand out yeah. because of how many of the channels that are popping up each day wanting to do gaming. Yeah, it's very hard to get noticed in YouTube nowadays. If on the homepage you just see big channels, you never see the small channels. So Absolutely. you got to 
you got to get that one video that makes you go boom and everyone sees you. And as far as like we talked about pre-show, I asked you, I said, you know, is, is, is AdSense doing well for you? And are you making some money on these videos? And you said, yeah, it's doing, it's doing pretty well for me. Uh, so as you just mentioned, you are going to school. This is a side hobby for you right now. But uh, what would you like it to become in the future after you graduate from school? After I graduate from school, I'd like it to become a thing that I can like do every week. So it's like schools put puts a lot of pressure on making videos because it's it's my last year of high school, so it's hard to um, balance between study and making videos. I want this uh, career to become big, like PewDiePie big. Well, not that's too big, but <laughs> yeah, just. I live a living. I want to make it a living. So as far as monetization and as far as you making money off of your YouTube channel, mm. is the only way that you're making money currently just through the AdSense program of running ads on top of your videos? Uh yeah, but I um yeah, but there's also some I'm selling t-shirts. That's that um besides that, yeah. Just AdSense and T-shirts. So let's talk about that for a minute. So you're selling merchandise through your channel, right? Yep. I use Spreadshirt. So is it just branded with the SMG4 logo? Uh, there's that, um, but there's also, um, I get my sister to do some designs for me. She's a cool drawer. Uh, yep. So, yeah, she draws some funny scenes that a lot of fans recognize on these t-shirts. And, yeah, some people buy them. So let's talk about that for a minute. You said you use the platform called Spreadshirt, right? Yep, yep. So I, how yeah. how difficult would that be for someone wanting to create some merch or some merchandise for their channel to sell? Oh, actually, it's pretty easy for to, on Spreadshirt. All you de- all you need to do is make an account. Uh, my account was already made because I'm partnered with Fullscreen. Yeah, you can just make an account, um, set up a shop. Uh, you just need a design. That's all you need um, because Spreadshirt makes the t-shirts for you, and you just put in your commission. So every time. Um, a person buys your shirt, you can put what, how much, you got to add how much money to the total uh, cost so you get that much money back when they buy the shirt. So that's interesting. I actually was considering thinking about making some merchandise for this podcast here, this mm. show, for people to wear with the YouTube Creators Hub logo on it so they could kind of rep the uh, the show uh, out and about. Yeah, yeah. So are you saying when someone buys a shirt, do you have to order in all of the inventory into your house or are you selling them one at a time and as you sell them, Spreadshirt prints them and then ships them out for you? Um, I don't think you need like the inventory. You don't really need anything. All you need, Spreadshirt works like this. Basically, you just get a design, so your YouTube uh, Creator Hub logo. You upload it onto the site. You can put it on like a mug or T-shirt or hat or whatever you want, really. Um, you set the price, and yeah, it's on the shop, and you don't have. That's all you have to do, really. It's pretty easy. And you just pay them a commission for each time you sell something, right? No, they pay you. You don't have to pay anything. So, so as far as like, they're not taking a cut of any of it. Oh, uh, they have a base price called. It's like fifteen dollars for a normal kids or man T-shirt. And yeah, you just add your price on top of that, basically. Well, fantastic. So guys, if you're interested in getting some merchandise for your channel, I have heard that Spreadshirt is the go-to avenue for that. And I'm glad that Luke actually mentioned that because that's definitely another way to monetize your content, especially if you've built a brand uh, around your channel and a community like what Luke has done, over 850, 70,000 some odd subscribers uh, who are subscribed to Luke. That's insane. Uh, and, and having that community built up and then giving them some merchandise to represent you 
out and about is a fantastic way to monetize your content other than the Google Ads platform. Now, let me ask you this, Luke. Have you had any problems with copyright issues with the video gaming content that you produce with maybe Nintendo or somebody flagging against your videos? Uh, actually, I've gotten like a copyright notice a few weeks ago, but that's only because uh, what I do is I get some sounds off other people's videos, like two, three seconds. I don't mean to be a copycat or anything. I just get some of the some of the funny jokes come from the funny sounds other people make. But um, other than that, I get third-party copyrights from oh, on my very very old videos. I I always use like. Um, video game music from Nintendo so yeah I get copyrighted there but nowadays I only use like certain lengths that won't get me copyrighted now let's talk about that certain links now when you get a copyright notice what do you do to take care of that mm. well there's copyright notices and third party uh, copyright notices where third party is um, it's not as bad as copyright which is like a strike community strike or strike to your channel Right. Uh, do you want? Yeah. But anyway, yeah. When I get third-party copyrights, I'm like, oh, that's my fault. <laughs> I sort of have to deal with that because I know what I'm doing is like probably gonna get copyrighted. I mean, not my footage. I think the footage is fine because I think Nintendo only takes down stuff that's like copying straight from the footage, uh, video game. But I'm just editing it, so. It shouldn't be from you. And what I want people to understand is, and that kind of what Luke was saying there a little bit, is that there's a difference in a copyright notice and a copyright strike against your channel. There are copyright strikes, which if you get three of those, your channel is... Uh, possibly could be terminated. Uh, so you definitely don't want to get uh, copyright strikes. And then there's copyright notices where the person who is flagging your video says, you know, I don't care if they keep the video up. I just need to get all the money they make from that video. So there's a difference in that with the notice as opposed to a copyright strike. So there are ways to appealing these notices and strikes. You just have to make sure that when you go through the YouTube backend and you're appealing these strikes and notices that you're doing it the right way and that you do indeed own all the content because if you appeal and you don't own the content then you are at the risk of losing that video altogether so the only downside well the biggest downside obviously of the copyright notices is that the people who are flagging that video will indeed receive all of the money you make from that video. Uh, I actually did a Photoshop tutorial a long time ago, which now has over nine, almost a million views. And there was a company who claimed it because I went to a website that in the video that was actually in the video that I did, and they claimed it and they've made probably a couple thousand dollars off of that specific video uh, since they claimed that video. And it really made me upset, but I, I, I didn't want to risk my my channel for that. So you do need to understand there are differences between the notices and the strikes, uh, and you definitely want to make sure you can, can differentiate the two. Now, Luke, let me ask you this. What is something that you wish someone would have told you when you first started on YouTube? Uh, don't get disappointed if, like, someone doesn't like what you do, or just keep doing what you're doing, no matter what anyone else says, as long as you're having fun, yeah, because I remember getting, like, a few lashbacks on my old videos, and that made me really upset, but that's because I was, like, a wuss. <laughs> 
So as far as that goes, you, you're just saying like, don't get disappointed if someone says something negative on your channel, if you don't get as many views or subscribers as you think you should get, you know, just keep on, keep on grinding. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that 100%. Now, speaking of the way you make videos, I love this question and specifically in your case, it'd be in interesting to see what you said, but are there any YouTube tools like hardware or software or internet resource that you use to create your videos in your YouTube workflow that you just could not live without? Oh boy, where do I start? Um, so Sony Vegas, that's only because it's really easy to use. So if, yeah, um, Project 64, which is my emulator. Oh, Fraps, so that's important. That helps me record the footage. It, yeah, you should check that out. Um, and that's Fraps, right? Yeah, F-R-A-P-S? Yep, Fraps. Okay, um, let's see. Uh, Google Images, I use that a lot. Because I always get I always get all my resources from the internet. I get all my music, my uh, images, my sounds from the internet. Other than that, I don't really edit that much because I'm a guy that just likes uh, getting the getting these videos out to the people so they're happy. So let me ask you this, Luke: What is next for your YouTube channel? As far as what do you want to do in the next year to grow your channel? Oh, okay, so. Recently, my brother, my big brother, has like started like taking this whole my whole channel thing more seriously. So he became sort of like my manager. Recently, we uh, we actually hired a assistant video editor for so he can help me with my upcoming exams when I'm away. Yeah, he, I up yesterday actually I uploaded a video called the SMG4 show where I it's like a vlog sort of, but it's more of a show format um, where I'll be like opening. Uh, mail. So I may I opened up a PO box recently. Um, yeah, I'll be reading comments as well, and just telling some stories or some fun stuff. So just doing doing new stuff as far as like the SMG Four shows, kind of like a Q and A show where you're like opening a mailbag of stuff that your fans send over to you. Yeah, yeah, it's a way to like be more interactive with the community. Basically, I just want to do new things with the channel. Like maybe I'll do. Maybe not gaming channel, but I'll do something like that on a second channel in the future when I have more time. I like, I would like to do that. Absolutely, yeah. that's fantastic. No, I, I actually the SMG4 show, the the video that you uploaded, I watched that today just to kind of see who you were and kind of what what you were about. And you did a really good job. You have good presence on the camera, and uh, I I really think that uh, that's definitely going to help your show grow because doing the type of videos that you do, you're never really in front of the camera. And by you doing this, you're kind of in front of your audience, and they get to see the the person behind uh, the person making these gaming videos. So I completely agree that I think that's a fantastic uh, way. To, to grow the channel. Now, as far as YouTube in general as a platform, you've been on the platform, you said, since 2009, you know, uploaded videos since 2011. Where do you see YouTube going in the future? Uh, well, if all that YouTube drama comes down, then hopefully a place where everybody can get recognized, hopefully. Um, content's really good. Uh, like, I don't know, it's hard to say, really. <laughs> Sorry. It is really hard to say, and when I think about it myself, no, you had some good points there, is that I, I just think that the good content is going to come to the top. The, the further we get along in this thing, and people, you know, the easier it becomes to create really good, high-quality stuff, the harder it's going to be to grow and get noticed on YouTube, because so many people now have access to the tools that can have their videos looking like really, really high-quality stuff, like it's TV quality, you know, from back in the day, obviously, but it's 
TV quality stuff, and it's really impressive of what people can do on a really small budget. I just did a recent quick tip episode on the podcast talking about YouTube equipment. If you haven't checked that out, you need to. It's the, the, the episode before this one, but talking about equipment that you can use on a budget to really get started on YouTube and make your videos stand out, so I completely agree with what you're saying. So let me ask you this, Luke. If you were on an island and you only had access to one YouTube channel, one, just one that you could subscribe to, and it wasn't your own channel, what would that YouTube channel be? The YouTube music channel. <laughs> YouTube music channel. You got to have some music. I completely agree. I thought about that. When I when I constructed that question, I was like, you know, what would it be for me? And I'm like, man, YouTube music would probably be pretty high up there, but uh, but I definitely agree with you. YouTube music, I, I got you. you. You'd be out all alone out there with no YouTube videos, but you'd have some music, so I completely agree with that answer. That's awesome. Now, Luke, I really appreciate you coming on the show this week. And where where can people find you on the internet? Oh, just type up SMG4 on YouTube or Google. And I should probably come up. SMG4 YouTube. That's the letters SMG and the number four. It's very, very simple. When you go to his channel, you'll see a whole bunch of Mario goodness. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. His videos are hilarious. Luke, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you. All right. See you, Luke. See ya. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.